Hello everybody and welcome to Retro Rewind. Today we are talking about the best game ever made of all time, Mega Man 8, where we shall find Dr. Wowie. And Craig didn't get that joke. Yeah, I didn't get it at all. Sorry. That's great. <laughs> okay. So, uh, just unlike other people I know, I'm going to start this episode by introducing my good friend Craig. I'm Grenade Man. Gray Man? Grenade Man. Oh, Grenade. Is that not right? Sorry, you're sick. Yeah. Everything is just blah. Oh my god, yeah, right. Sorry, I should probably preface this like I should have in the last episode by saying I'm ill and I've got different recording equipment. So I might sound like a completely different person. Well, that works out well, because last time you were making fun of the Irish, so we could just say that was a guest uh, host. It was, my name is Greg. Greg oh. Patterson. Oh, hello, Greg. Hi. Oh, no, wait, Please Greg was you. on the last one. This one is Craig. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, getting all that aside, Mega Man 8 was released in Japan in 1996 with North America and PAL regions both getting it in 97, which serves our purpose because this week is 1997. It was developed by Capcom and published by Capcom, except in Europe where it was, oddly enough, published by Infogram. Infograms? Infograms? French people? <laughs> I think I think it might be. Uh, inf I keep on saying infograms, and I know it just it sounds like you're saying it literally, but I think that might be what it is. And I see, I always heard it as infogram, as in Frenchy. Oh, I don't, it's either way, French. they have almost nothing to do with this episode. So, since this is going to take up a big block of time, Craig, why don't you start us off with your history with Mega Man? Okay, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. This might be a two-parter here, just with the massive history I've got. Yeah, I, I've never played a Mega Man game before in my puff. I got confused between Mega Man and Astro Boy. Uh, because a, I've seen a the Astro decent Boy way film. to be confused. I'll give you that. Yep. That's fair. It was close. I, I did not know that there was uh, an entire swathe of media related to Mega Man. The anime introduction to both the game and the first mission blew me away because it was just like, oh my god, this is an actual huge thing. I had no idea. Like, it just hit me like a ton of bricks that Mega Man was actually huge. And I know it sounds stupid because I play a lot of games and it, I know certain things. And I know that you and Mike are both big Mega Maners. Mega Maners. Mega Maners. <laughs> The only the only time I've interacted with Mega Man before now was to do your Mega Man corner of the Bit Effect logo, <laughs> <laughs> and and I feel te I feel terrible because I I then looked into it and it's it's huge it's absolutely huge there are so and there's Mega Man games that are numbered and then there's X Mega Man games which I've got no idea. And on the PlayStation Store, there's about 40 collections of Mega Man games. I'm just All right, like, um, let's cut to the chase on this. There are about 130 games Mega Man has appeared in. Flipping the heck. It's ridiculous. I thought he was just like a wee random guy from Smash Brothers. Uh, well, that is his most well-known. Um, <laughs> he only had a few games, like 128 before that. Uh, uh, yeah, that... that 
blows my mind. I mean, granted, yeah, you were a Master System kid, but uh, there was one Mega Man game on all of, like, Sega. So I, I can understand that. But, like, once the PlayStation era hit, I would have thought, oh, okay, you know who he is. Um, Mega Man, to me, the dear boy, not quite a man, not quite a boy. He's a Mega Man. Uh, no, uh, Mega Man, to, since I was a kid, was always one of my favorite video games, right? Like, he was just, it was simple. You shoot, you jump, hundreds of variations in between. I had so much fun with every one that I played. I played them all on the NES, and then I just kept going for the Super Nintendo, and then kept going with the PlayStation. Um, every system I've ever had, if there was a Mega Man game on it, I played it until about the portable era once it started appearing on like the battle network games uh, uh, they're okay rpgs for sure but uh i kind of stopped during that gba period and then during the ds period where uh it was uh Mega Man zero games and zx series and i kind of didn't get into that either and it really wasn't until what i think it was like uh 15 years later Mega Man 9 came out on the wii and it was like, okay, I'm back into Mega Man. So there I took breaks in there, but um, yeah, this has been like the series staple for me. I will always have a Mega Man available to play on any system that it's available on. Um, and like Craig, I've never played one before. I just collect them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for me, Mega Man 8 is special um, because... Not in a really, like, emotional way or anything. Just, it, it was a, a high point for me. Because, like Craig said, there's the anime opening, right? Like, anime and video games. It was it was amazing at the time. And then you find out there's a Mega Man anime. And, well, then, there you go. There's the rest of your week. But, um, <laughs> did, um, since you weren't big into uh, Japanese games... Did you deal with that a lot, like anime cutscenes in your games? I I don't I, I think I would have watched it. Like I like the anime look and the feel. I just don't watch anime, so I don't. It, nothing ever stood out to me as being oh oh well, that's that's a bit weird. This is this is a bit off feeling or anything like that. This like I can picture. I got a wee bit excited when I started playing this, and I hope that's that. I'm meaning that seriously as opposed to like last time when I were playing Twisted Metal and I wanted to shoot myself <laughs> in the head. Like, I genuinely, when I put it on and that anime scene, and I, I sat and for the first three seconds, my finger hovered over the options button and the X to maybe skip it because I was maybe going to skip it and just get into the game. And I just didn't. I got actually like totally hooked on it. I was like, that was bloody brilliant. And then like the game starts and there's another wee cutscene as well. And I'm just like, I could proper get into this. Um, uh, before you go on, I do want to state, I, the people behind it, and all Mega Man fans worldwide, this anime has got awful terrible voice acting. So don't feel bad about insulting it. Like, it was a meme for a very long time. That's why I said uh, Dr. Waiwi, because the guy who does the doctor's voice has a, a bit of a speech impediment. And oh. you can you can look this up on YouTube, and that's not exactly cool to make fun of. But what is very cool to make fun of, he messes up his lines halfway through, oh, and then just keeps going. So it's like we gotta we gotta get to that thing, Mega Man. It's like you you could have you could you could have cut that out, 
and moved on. Anyway, yeah, the the voice acting, just to get it out of the way, is a huge joke on the internet. It okay. is god-awful terrible. But continue on. Sorry. It is actually terrible. Anyway, the whole, the whole point of that was, you know, it gave me that sort of feeling of there's baddies, there's a good guy, there was this guy that looked a bit like God who kept on chiming in to, like, tell him Mega Man things were going wrong. Or Is the guy called Mega Man? He is called Mega Man, isn't he? Yeah, yes, uh, Mega Man is actually called Mega Man. Rock Man okay. in Japan. Right, just just checking. And there was a baddie that was kind of, like, being defeated, but he'll get him next time and all this. And it gave me, it gave me kind of, like... I had proper proper wee feelings of excitement with this, and I thought this is going to be good. And then, just to finish off that sentiment of being excited, it drops you into a lovely kind of two D platformer that looks colourful and great. And I'll put a full stop on it there. Um, yeah, I'd I'd love I'd love to talk about that because um, like before this, Mega Man X had done that '90s thing of dark and gritty and ah, you know, because it was the '90s. It's what we did. And uh, this, as soon as you zap into that first stage, it is just like palm trees and pink crabs. Uh And it's like, oh, this is great. We said this a lot as kids, at least, you know, my friends did. And I, it was like, oh, this is like playing a cartoon. And this Uh was like that start of that era where it's like, oh, that's a possible thing that could happen. This is amazing. Yep, it it definitely. It's the first game I've played in a long time. No, actually, no, it's, that's that's a lie. It's the first game I've played where it, it almost immediately made me think, God, I had shitty platformers when I was a kid. <laughs> um, you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you see why most of the world laughs when somebody says James Pond is a good platformer. Yeah, I just not even James Bond. It's a lot. There's a lot of shitty platform. I mean, there's a lot. I don't know. I don't know what it is about. Yeah, if Retro European. Rewind stands for one thing, it's that. Oh boy, there's some bad platformers out there there really is but this it just it looks great and not only did it have that vibrance and that kind of like colorful loveliness it's really nicely animated there's just there's just a lot of wee intricate things going on a lot of wee cute things from the off like you shoot one of those it looks like a tape measure but i don't know exactly maybe a crab in a shell or something yeah it's like a little hermit crab it rolls off and you can keep you can keep it going by shooting it and it'll roll over other enemies and stuff. There's lots of wee tiny cool things that just immediately scream quality and thought has been put into this, if you see what I mean. Um yeah, you're preaching to the choir, my man. Um well, I suppose, yeah. There's there's a lot of things that make Mega Man unique and uh, one of those things that uh, isn't really unique anymore, but uh, those little guys with the helmets that pop up. Oh and yeah, they yeah, attack. Yeah. They are. I want a plushie so bad. Ever since I was a kid <laughs> of those things, but um, so when I first started playing this, I, I have the Legacy Collection, and that's what I played it on. And I was like, okay, you know, what? I'll beat the first four. I'll beat Clown Man. I'll I'll beat you know Aqu- the Aquaman. I'll beat Iceman, and then I'll just call it good. And then I got to this four, and I'm like, well, well, I could beat the next four. It's not a problem. <laughs> and then I got to the end, and I was like, well, I'm here. I, I might as well. So, uh, yeah, I finished this in, in one sitting just because I, I absolutely love this game. Oh, um, wow. Since you're new to Mega Man, uh-huh. do you, then you don't know what this series is most known for. Uh, it's uh, No, I don't. It's, it's amazing selection of unique bosses. There's, there's, it almost always revolves around the bosses. Number one, okay. and if you finish the game, um, you can see it. Like they actually put pictures of it. 
in Japan, they run a contest every time there's a new Mega Man, and a bunch they ask children to send in their ideas for robots. Okay. And that's what they use a lot. That's what they start designing off of. And if you finish Mega Man 8, they literally post up all the children's drawings that were sent in. Oh, wow. And that's very cool. I mean, that's why the bosses look kind of funky. But it's yeah. like, that's really imaginative. And maybe devious that you're harnessing the power of children's imagination. And uh, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's very, it's very cool. Like, I, when I was a kid, you used to see it in Nintendo Power of like, oh, they're running the Mega Man 2. And I always tried to design a Mega Man boss, never never sent one <laughs> in. So, yeah. Uh, and the next big thing that that Mega Man's really known for, and I almost want to say pioneered this back in the first one, was every boss, once you defeat it, has a certain weapon. So, naturally, Flame Man might give you the Flame Blade or the Flame Shot yep. or Fire. You take that weapon, and there will be one boss that is incredibly weak to that. So when you shoot him, he, like, locks down and just stops working, and you can just plow into him. And every boss has a weapon that another boss is weak to. And uh, sometimes they've gone to the degree of, like, you know, if if you use... It's from Mega Man X, but if you use the boomerang weapon on the octopus boss it'll cut off all his tentacles and he can't use certain attacks but there's always boss weapons that interact with each other so half the fun is oh okay so if i kill this boss his weapon is weak to this and that's weak to this and you you just go down a boss order and it's it's always cool to you know just try to oh i'm gonna do it without the boss weapon this time but Uh uh yeah that's what it's known for that's pretty cool yeah. I, did, I did notice I didn't play it for very long because my um, your license expired. My, my license expired on the on my rental. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, like it definitely the first the first couple of bosses you fight. I really like the big crab. Like I always like a crab thing. I don't know why or a lobster or whatever the hell. Oh it yeah, was. we got to kick the soccer ball at home. Yeah, yeah, like I really loved that and i think there was something nice and satisfying about it It it's not too difficult it's not too easy there was just a nice level of difficulty there that meant that you could pray you know like moves were telegraphed well enough but it was tricky to get out of like you had to slide under for the second one the guy was mental all over the place but it, it just felt good to play like i really i really enjoyed it like i've got questions for you like i've got heaps of questions for you um, um no, either uh, for this for this or for after <laughs> well we can do it here i mean why not i just want to state uh so Mega Man 8 while it is important to me and i love it it's my favorite one in the series is generally looked down upon as one of the weaker ones so oh. if if you have fun with this one yeah try playing like one of the ones that are like oh my gosh this is the best Mega Man ever but uh, okay yeah can continue on sorry well i think if I my the big question for me then that will probably rather than my answer five wee questions about what I might expect from my experience in Mega Man, what about one big question which is if I was to say I'm gonna jump into Mega Man and go and pick up one of the collections on the PlayStation, do I start at one and work my way through? Or and then there's the X collection and then there's this that what's 
or, or do you start at four because one, two, and three were? You know what I mean? Like there's okay. always a natural order to these things, and sometimes chronological release is not the way to play games. If okay, so what I would say was since you're coming from eight, just like oh hey, this was cool, I want more like it. You don't want to make a jump from eight all the way back to the NES era where where it's very primitive, still there. But it's, you know, the graphics aren't there. It, the music yeah. is in the NES ones. But so I, w- I would put those like Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2. I'd put them on hold for a bit. They're still okay. amazing games, but I wouldn't go that. Uh, generally, what's considered the best Mega Man game is Mega Man X. So you would pick up the Super Nintendo ones where you start to see the really cool outlandish design on things. Okay. Um, my personal recommendation would be pick up Mega Man 11. It's it's got the graphical fidelity to just make this look like utter garbage. And, okay. Uh, uh, all that stuff is there. All the design stuff is there. All the uh, the cool animations are there, and it's a lot of fun. I really liked Mega Man Eleven. After Eleven, I would say, yeah, go back and play X. That it's great. But you know, jumping backwards, like depending on if your starting point is Nintendo, then you're great. You're, you're set. Everything is going to be an upgrade from there. Uh-huh. But if you're starting here at PlayStation era, that's kind of a sticky thing to like, no, 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 no. I know you liked the way this looked and sounded and everything, but go back to where it didn't look like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I would say, uh, get Mega Man 11. If you don't like Mega Man 11, then you might not like the rest of the series, but Everything this series is known for and what its strengths are, that's it's there in Mega Man Eleven. Okay. Which oh that. boy, that's sacrilegious. Very sacrilegious to say, but uh, yeah, as a friend, yeah, totally grab Eleven first. Because <laughs> it's that's that's the thing. It's like there's a, an anniversary bundle. There's the anniversary bundle. I think had like a Legacy Collection, a Legacy Collection two, an X Legacy Collection, Mega Man Eleven. I had everything bundled in. I was just like, do I buy this? Do I not buy it? <laughs> Dave will know the answer. Um, yeah, there's Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2, which is um, uh-huh. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, oh, and 10. Right, okay, got you. Those are all NES games, except for 9 and 10, but they're made to look like NES games. So Okay. X Collection is Mega Man X 1 through 8 which range from Super Nintendo all the way up to PS2. Okay. And then Mega Man 11 is Mega Man 11. And later this yeah. this year, Mega Man ZX is coming, which are all the uh, the handheld games. Okay. But yeah, I'd just get Mega Man 11 and God. go from there, I would say. Okay. That's, that's good, solid. I will take your advice and roll with it because it's almost the complete opposite of what my gut would do would be go back to the start and if I tried it and it was terrible, jump forward a few years and if it was terrible, jump forward a few years until I got to the sweet spot of yeah, this is tolerable and then play it from there. Yeah, the only problem is you're you're going literally from almost the birth of gaming all the way up until now. Yeah. And so, It's okay, yeah. I can deal with both. Laura's a, Laura's a midwife. I've oh, so she, if she gives birth to Mega Man... We're we might have to have a talk about how you know they may have to steal your wife, but um, yeah, I would say, dude, I'm I'm very excited to hear what you think of Mega Man Eleven because that was my game of the year. I don't think it was the best game of the year, but it was my 
somebody came to my house and said, Dave, what would you like? And I said, Mega Man okay. 11. Yeah. And they said, mm, gotcha, buddy. Um, one thing I would like to say is, unlike other companies, I do really like how Capcom is like, do you want to play the whole Mega Man series? Fine. Here you go. It's all on one system. Sure. By the end of this year, that system will be a little outdated. <laughs> but uh-huh. I now have other Mega Man game I ever wanted to play on one system. Uh, you wouldn't know this because, you know, your license expired. I mean, if the rental uh-huh. guy comes to your house and says, I'm sorry, you just have to stop. Um, they do get bastard hard towards oh, the right. end. Oh, right, okay. So every game has eight robot masters, right? Which are uh-huh. the your Aquaman, your Search Man, your Grenade Man, those guys. Once those are done, you know the, the, the villain guy with the mustache and the poofy hair, Dr. Wily? Yes, yes, yes. He has a castle in every game where it's like, oh, i got to go to Wily Castle now. And those are where the game goes, okay, we showed you everything we're going to do. Now we're going to ratchet it up to 100. So if you happen to get to a Wily Castle and you're like, oh, wow, this is hard. Like some, some get to almost Super Meat Boy level hard. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, but uh, there's generally always tricks of like, let's say you're in a castle and there's molten lava just shooting up, you know, kind of like platformers do. It's like, blah, shoots up and you have to time your jump. Uh, if you think about it, there are interactions like, oh, I'll shoot that lava thing with the ice weapon and it freezes it and it's no longer uh, a hazard anymore. Okay. So there's a lot of really cool stuff that they do with the interactions. But if you get yeah. to Wily Castle, it does get hard. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. I gotta. I gotta shut up. No, don't don't shut up. Um, like don't shut up at all because it's nice hearing your enthusiasm about it because it's something like we were talking before we recorded about how 2020 for me was looking light on new releases. I was looking forward to, so I'm gonna play. Like I'm gonna actually start Death Stranding, which has been sitting in a drawer for a month now. You know, things like that. I'm going to play UPS, Delivery Man Simulator 2020. I still uh, prefer Norman Reedus and the Creepy Fetus. I still I, like I that name. I love that. It's so good. Uh, but then I, I don't know. Is it? Uh, I don't. I didn't know what I was going to do. I was thinking. I was talking with the idea of going back through Gears of War because I've got Game Pass. You know, like going down that route. Yeah. But this gives me something new to explore which is nice ah, that's it keep keep me updated man because again yeah. this is like uh when i was a kid you had the kids that's mega man is the best and we ran around and we put tomato cans on our fists and pretended we were <laughs> mega man um and then you had the kids that were like castlevania is the coolest and they were trying to whip everything in sight uh i came down on the I I was kind of a Benedict Arnold because, well, I obviously love Mega Man, but you know what? Uh Castlevania's kind of cool. And so that eternal rivalry thing was big when we were kids. And you would have kids playing Mega Man, and then down the block you would have other kids playing Castlevania. And, uh, yeah, so it was a huge part of my childhood. And that's almost 30, 30 years ago. Oh, my gosh. But anyway... So it's cray cray. It is cray cray. My question for you is do you have anything like that? Other than playing Conkers? And not the game, uh, in case nobody heard that episode. <laughs> do you know I know, yeah. Um not that that episode is old. Don't listen to anything 
past what twenty? Don't listen twenty seventeen, twenty sixteen, whatever. Don't don't listen to any of that. You know what, be safe. Don't listen to anything past two weeks ago. Uh, well, yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, if it says Luke was in it, just don't listen. Don't listen. Oh, to oh God, it. no, God, no. Uh, now, oddly, very oddly, Dave, I was one of the few gamer kids when I was growing up. Like even within my own family, I there weren't a lot of them. Uh, everyone wanted to just be out playing in the forest, looking for palm buried in trees and stuff like that. So I didn't have a lot. I didn't have a lot of gamey friends. That's people insane. tried. People tried. Like the the biggest um, in real life social thing I had to do with gaming was Counter Strike, and that was very much round each on and off, huddled round a PC. <laughs> um, okay. Before before that. You might have had the odd friend that had, you know, like, a Spectrum and you'd go around and play a game or an Atari and you'd go around and play a game, you know, back in the very early, early yeah. home computer days. But by the time I really got into games, everyone wasn't, like, it was more driven by dads, if that makes any sense. Really? It was the dads oh, well, yeah, the, the microcomputer stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was driven by dads. And then by the time it got to game games and home consoles, I was right into it with, like, I went through all of the home computers. I had a constant PC on the go from when that, like, from, like, a 286 processor. And my master system, Mega Drive, Mega CD, I was right into games. And no one wanted to come around and play I, I understand, yeah, because uh, that phase didn't last too long for me. By the time I was, like, six years old, it was like, mm-hmm. well, those are for babies. And you're like, oh. Yeah. Oh. No, it, um, was, all, it was all folk out. So we kind of had an inverted uh, experience where, as a small kid, uh, I had a lot, of, a lot of friends that were into video games. And then as I got older, it drifted away. You, on the other yeah. hand, as you got older, you started doing things like Counter-Strike and LAN. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff like that. Huh. Um, what no, no, it's got terms- to, I'm, I'm 35 now and I the team one that I work in I work in the department and my my own like personal team I sit beside three other people that are all heavy 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 gamers so every day is a conversation about games it's just constant we've got like a wee slack channel or not slack uh, like a microsoft teams thing because it's work and we just sit and talk about that, games i i envy you that because i just work with factory people <laughs> yeah that talk about what they drank over the weekend oh. and how much they hate their marriages so i would love oh to be on your team i'm not working yeah god please no work but uh <laughs> yeah so then what about in terms of um like uh, I guess I guess it's almost a derogatory term, but what about in terms of mascots? Um, because both you and Luke, and even to some extent Mike, like you, when we played Mario Odyssey, you didn't really have that attachment to Mario, and you don't nope. really have that attachment to Sonic. So like those those are the big ones out. Yep. Are there any that you have an attachment to? That's just like I man, I love this character. There's no like, um, what's the word? official mascot wise? No, not particularly. But my personal mascot for growing up was Guybrush Steepwood. <laughs> I should have, I should have remembered Monkey Island. Um, yeah, okay. And if I if I wasn't talking to you and I was talking to someone that didn't know me and I was going to lie to or pretend to be a man to man, 
I got really, really, really into Hitman early on, and I played and played and played. So, like, Agent 47 was pretty sweet as a this is my gaming idol type, not an idol like to live up to. I mean, like, yeah. gaming wise, um, really, really, really awesome. So, that's kind of like the two spectrums that I lived on. And I still do just now, I suppose. Like, well, Stealth Agent 47 <laughs> has gotten so much cooler in the last two Hitman oh, it has. games. Yeah, they yeah. actually gave him a good rise sense of humor. So I, I'm with you on Agent 47. Mm-hmm. I can't. We we've talked about. It. I can't go with you on uh, Guybrush. I know. I know. Although I mean, all you would have to imagine is imagine if there was you know a Guybrush Sleepwood cartoon and then a comic and then calendars yeah. and bed sheets and toys and maybe maybe it it was like I sunk head over heels into the whole like consumer end of video yeah. game mascots because. I, I had Mario pajamas and sheets and pillowcases and toothbrushes and yeah. Oh no, I I had Sonic stuff. It just oh, wasn't really? for me. That's like you like games and Sonic was like the bed covers at Christmas. Yeah. Okay. And Sonic yes. socks. So I had the stuff, but it it definitely nah. It, Sonic, I didn't buy into the commercial side of things like I suppose you know a traditional American would. <laughs> yeah we, we tend to do that a lot um and yeah because i'm trying to think i'm like okay what was the next big like because we're too young for pac-man craze we're yep the perfect age for mario and sonic craze and then we're too old for pokemon even though i oh boy that was another thing that i got heavily into um have you at all, other than, you know, Sonic bedsheet, are you still a big, like, I like gaming tchotchkes and, and accessories and stuff? No, no. You know, I'm the the most, I really, really, really love games. Don't say alternative gaming. art, please. I'm not going to say don't okay. worry. I, I love, like, it is a huge, huge passion is to sit and play games and talk about them with you and think about them and go to bed and play games. But... I'm also really, really, really minimalist when it comes to, and I'm not meaning that in a hipster way, but when it comes to tat and shite line about this. So I don't have a physical games collection. I've got what I'm playing just now and what I'm playing next, and I will not have, you know, like as soon as Borderlands 3 disc comes out, I will either give it to someone or sell it because I just don't like it about, I don't have tat. Um, that, that's strange. Before meeting you guys, like uh, at least to everybody I knew here that was really into games, um, it was almost like you play video games to the same extent I do. That's a given that you're into collecting as well. Uh okay. You guys are the first ones that I've met where it's like no, no, I like 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 take for example Grim, who's like no, uh-huh. I don't. I, I just put my game cases in storage. I use a CD wallet, and I'm like oh what are you what are you doing. No. I, I mean, I don't agree with that. That's just horrific. <laughs> well, see, on, on the other side, you're digital. You're digital, man. Yeah. Well, this is, like, say with Borderlands 3, as an yeah. example, because that's what I'm playing just now. I nearly bought it digital because I don't particularly mind buying digital things. It's fine. But I bought it physical because it was a bit cheaper. And because, see, the fact, even if I don't sell it, see, if I take it out, put it in the disc, take it to work and give it to one of the guys at work and just say, just have it and play it and do whatever you want with it. It's getting far more use than the digital copy ever would. So I'm I'm totally happy with that. It's like, I'm going to play it for so many hours that I'm going to get, you know, like 30 pence an hour of entertainment out of it. That's cheaper than going to the cinema or 
eating the oh, bag yeah. of crisps. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm totally fine with that. Um, just thinking collectible wise, I do have two collectibles. Or not collectibles, but I've got two things I've kept, and you'll hate both of them. <laughs> um, one of them is my um, the illustrated history of point and click adventure games. The bitmap uh, books. The HG one hundred and one guys. No, the uh, bitmap books released. Oh, okay. One. Uh, I think they've just opened a store in the US, but it's it's just a beautiful collection of games, uh, uh, words and photos. And the other thing I've kept, and you'll really hate this, is the Steelbook for Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, <laughs> of, all, of all the things. Of all, the, I was just gonna say, of all the things, Craig, that's what you shoot for. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's it could be the, worse. You could have bought Valkyria Chronicles four, four, four uh, times. It's true. It's true. Um, no, I wouldn't do that. I I just don't I don't like it, and it's not a space thing. It's not particularly, and I'm not meaning it in an way, but it's not a money thing. It's not a space thing. It's not anything. I just I like just having my PlayStation and all the shit on it. It keeps it contained. Yeah, I can understand that. I'm like um when I was younger, I was the guy who went and bought. Oh, there's an action figure of Chun Li, and oh, there's you know a keychain of. I was going to say another Capcom character, but uh, a non-Capcom character. <laughs> and, you know, you know oh, maybe there's this really cool Nathan Drake lithograph. And, oh, look, look there's a Master Chief. I was, I was the guy who went and got accessories, let's say, right? Okay. Like, oh, there's a controller shaped like a Dragon Quest slime. Well, why wouldn't I have that? <laughs> um, and as I get older, I'm finding um, I'm not getting rid of it, but I'm not adding to it. Okay. Uh, like, I, I used to be, you know, that, that guy that wore video game shirts everywhere because, well, got to be proud of him. Now, now that's, that's gone away. I don't wear video game shirts anymore. I don't wear hats with video games on it. I don't buy action figures anymore. Um, I'm slowly replacing my posters with paintings that Kelsey does. You know, it, it's just, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to say it's, you know, maturing, but I guess it's realizing how useless that stuff is. Yeah. And uh, it, since this is the only thing I col- like collect, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's strange to see more of it go from tat, I guess, to uh-huh. oh, oh, just it's... just buy more games, dude. It's like oh, I hope, that's a great yeah. idea. I hope you didn't think I wasn't trying to be like derogatory or no, 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 um, no, 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 no. by saying tat. Like the word tat is quite it's that's harsh for. Well, you say tat, you know... and here you think tattoo, so you know it's okay. fine. Um. I, this is, it's a funny thing because you've said that and I'm really struggling. Do you know, the last thing I think I passionately collected was X-Files cards when I was a kid. X-Files cards. I mean, X-Men yeah. cards. Couldn't understand. X-Files cards. That's, that's a weird one. It's, I, I, I don't know whether that's something, it's just not in me to collect. Like, I don't like collecting things. As a th- I mean, even if it wasn't gaming, if there was anything else, I'd I don't have a collection, Dave. I don't have a collection of anything. Other than kids. Other than kids. <laughs> yep. I like my collections to be alive. Thank you. I love my collection of kids, and I love my collection of debt. <laughs> um. Well, it, it's interesting because, um, like when you go to play a game, you don't have a specific game room where you keep all your your tat because you don't have any. You just no. like the living area is your games room, yeah. right? Yeah, because like, I've got, I've got two living spaces. So the living room is the adult room. So Laura comes and watches the telly or knits or crochets or whatever the fuck she does. 
I come through here and I play games and it's cool. Or we sit and watch a family film. There's not... I don't have like what you've got. Sorry, I've interjected and said that. But I, I don't have that. The kids have got their own playroom full of their shite. Yeah, no, no, it, it's it's interesting because when I come home, like I, I do realize my room was decorated by a 13-year-old on too much candy. I realize that. <laughs> but when I come home from work, this is my... Oh yeah, this is this is all this is what I wanted room. And whenever I'm in my room, there's it's kind of hard to be bummed out because you're bummed out. And then you look over and it's like, hey, there's Splatterhouse. Yeah, that was a great game. And oh, look over there, there's a statue of Dark Souls guy. You know, it, it, it's hard for me to feel down in my room <coughs> because of that. Um, it, it's just just interesting. Like I, I could mm. play. I have my retro stuff set up downstairs in the living room, but um, that doesn't get used very often now with all the different. You know, uh, let's say sneakier ways to play those yeah, games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's strange. It would feel weird to do this without being surrounded by it for me. Like I guess if you okay. were in, like model trains, like it would be weird to just sit in a blank room and make model trains without. Oh, here's your diorama. Here's your uh, other trains right, you've yeah, built. Yeah. Here, you know that kind of stuff. Uh, all of which has to do with Mega Man Eight, I might add. Of course, of course. Um, is that what game we're talking about? I, I Twisted Metal Two, I think. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. So sorry about that. We we did get off on a tangent, but eh, you know what you're in for when you listen to this. Yep. So to close it up, um, I think Mega Man Eight is my favorite out of the numbered. Um, going back to it today because I haven't played it in a few years. I I love it as much as I did before, and yes, the voice acting has got awful terrible, and yeah, the the actual anime is grainy and old, and you know, you could see where they could improve animations and things like that. But uh, there's something special about this that I will always love, and I'm very glad I got to have Craig play it for the first time. Yeah, it was good fun. I I am very glad I've played it, and for the for as little as I've played it, it sparked quite an interest because it's something that's missing is probably probably missing in my life is good platformers i've other than shantae. only recent like you've well you've got me to play shanti you've got me through cuphead and i i can't there's not a lot of other good platformers out there it's really difficult to just get a good platformer <laughs> that is true that is true uh your other choices are like a uh, super lucky's tale um a lot I, of indies, I always though. looked at super. I, lo- I looked at Super Lucky's Tale as if it was like a kids' game, like a Spyro or a. Um... I, I finished it. It's it is it's very short, and it's okay. very much a kind of like what Knack was, so like you know, Baby's First God of War. This was very okay, much Baby's right. First three, not near as in depth as like Hat in Time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a three D platformer, right? I've just clicked three D platformer. Um, yeah. I was thinking specifically 2D platform. It has side scrollers levels to it. That's why I okay. thought of it, I think. Oh, right, okay. God the Hat in Time was great. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it was. We'll, we'll we'll have to talk about that sometime. Yeah. Right, um uh, anyway, other than that, what's up next? So, so the next two games, and if you have anything you want to say about these two games, be sure to hit us up on the website and send us a little doohickey of like, hey, guys, this was a terrible pick, or wow, I sleep with your wife while you're at work, or <laughs> I also talk like Christopher Walken for some reason. Anyway, the next two games that we're going to do are the years for 1998 and 1999. It kind of goes like that. So, Craig, 
What did you pick for 1998? Uh, that's a good question. I, after mentioning it earlier, or last episode, I can't remember, picked the original Metal Gear Solid because, because it's been ages. Because you hate Dave. No, ah. not because I hate Dave. Do you know why? <laughs> Do you know why I picked it? Huh. And I forgot to mention it while we were I forgot to mention it while we were recording Control, and I'm now only wondering whether I even captured the video from it. I'll need to check after this. But I got stuck inside a box in Control, so I ran about for in an, like half a level <laughs> inside a box. So when I crouched, it was like I was in a box. Now, now you are a man of stealth. Yes. I am not a man of stealth. I'm going to no. see if I can replicate how I played it originally, which was oh run up and punch people, the game. So okay. we'll see. I'm, I'm curious to see if I dislike it as much as I did when I first played it. Uh, after that comes 1999, and I picked what could either be a shining moment or worse than Twisted Metal 2. And uh, that is Medal of Honor. Because around that time, everybody was watching Saving Private Ryan. And what's yep. the best thing to do after Saving Private Ryan is play some Medal of Honor. So I remember it being good. I remember like falling in love with that game. Like see, yep. All the difficult... We'll talk about it when we, when we get to it. Yep, yep, yep. So again, if you have anything to say about either Metal Gear Solid, which if you don't, I'll be very surprised, or Medal of Honor, two different medals. I just realized that. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can, hit, like I said, hit us up on the website and let us know. Or if you have a game you'd like to suggest that we do for uh, right now, coming up soon, we have a Sayonara Wild Hearts bonus episode coming up because somebody asked us to play that, and we did. So if there's something you'd like our opinion on, you weirdo, then you can go <laughs> ahead and do it there. Other than that, the next big game coming up is Luigi's Mansion 3. And, you know, everything I just said, like, five seconds ago, yeah, but you can apply that to the big games, too. But otherwise, thank you very much for listening to this ramble, and we will talk to you later. Definitely. Thank you very much. It's been a blast. It's been a mega blast. Oh, dear God. Uh <laughs> <laughs>